Staying in Contact. I'm London Mitchell. Each week, we take time to discuss an issue or concern in our Northwest Ohio community and the efforts underway to address them. This week, my guest is Marsha Rose, the supervisor of the Kinship Navigator Program with the Area Office on Aging. More and more, we hear of grandparents and other family relatives raising children when the biological parents are unable or unwilling to do so. Kinship Navigator connects grandparents and family relative caregivers to needed community services, offers support groups, and provides educational programs, and offers free publications, including a quarterly newsletter, bi-monthly e-blast, and the Parenting Smarts Resource Guide. And, as Marcia tells us, there is an ever-increasing need. It can be a variety of reasons, but it could be the death of a, a parent where an older sibling is taking care of younger siblings. Um, economic instability is another big factor. Uh, abuse and neglect, um, unfortunately, also comes into play. Incarceration and mental health issues as well as substance use disorders, which we have seen a big rise in that um, problem um, in not only in our community, but across the state and across the country, as far as um, impacting families with a need for a kinship caregiver to step in. So yes, it's becoming more and more commonplace um, for that to happen. Are the issues you describe, such as incarceration and drug abuse, on the increase, or are we just becoming more aware of them? I think I think it's increasing, actually, because, um, as you might be aware, I mean, the last 10 to 15 years, there's definitely been um, the issue of an opioid epidemic in this country, and um, certainly in our community, and that's had a very big impact on families. Um, that need that additional support once they get the care of those children. So I think it actually is a rising problem, um, especially when we're talking about substance use disorders. The services you provide, can you run through those a little bit? And then I want to ask you about how individuals can access those services. Yeah, so our services here at the Area Office on Aging, our, our Kinship Navigator program has been doing this for about 22 years. So we have a long history and a, um, established um, a presence in our local community um, doing support for families. Um, basically, our main services are information and referral. Um, we do assessments with families to identify what their needs are and then link them to appropriate community resources and services. Um, we also offer ongoing assistance and check-ins because um, oftentimes the caregiver's um, needs change as the child ages or um, different things happen in their caregiving journey that they need different types of assistance. We also have um, caregiver education, which we do through our kinship clubs and a summer program that offers educational sessions for uh, caregivers and children. Um, we also have evidence-based programs, our wellness initiative for senior education, and um, we had a new program 
this year that was launched in partnership with the Sophia Center in Sylvania uh, for trauma, um, kids that have had a traumatic experience, and how to parent those children in the most effective way. Um, We also do offer many different special events. Um, We're fortunate to have generous donors in our community uh, providing things like holiday meals, um, winter coats for kids, um, back to school, uh, school supplies. We also are fortunate to get um, tickets for the mud hens and walleye games so that our families can enjoy a family fun night together when that's not something they could typically afford to do. And then uh, finally, we do offer uh, publications. We have our Parenting Smarts Resource Guide, which is a 64-page publication filled with content on resiliency, uh, raising children, parenting um, tips, and then also just community resources um, organized by topic. Um, We also have a quarterly newsletter that goes out to our families and a bi-monthly e-blast that is full of uh, resources for not only our upcoming kinship programs, but financial assistance in the community that might be available, mental health resources for families, uh, family activities that they can do that are coming up, maybe that are free you know, health fairs or resource fairs that are going on, and also COVID-19. Um, with the pandemic, you know, we We implemented um, having information about the COVID virus, um, also vaccination clinics, and uh, especially when it comes to kids and those changes as they were occurring. That's all in our e-blast. So we do try to get information out to the families um, that can best support them in what their needs are. I would assume that support groups are very important. Yeah, we actually do have, with our kinship clubs, um, quarterly we have, um, it's a support group called Let's Talk, and we get together with those families, and, you know, basically the floor is open. They talk about issues that they're facing, um, bonding with other caregivers about those common occurrences, and exchanging ideas about, you know, how they've been um, dealing with those things along their caregiving journey. So one component to that is our support groups quarterly, and then we also have an educational component that's also part of our kinship clubs. Um, Our programs actually have been running virtually for the last couple years because of the pandemic. And prior to that, and then hopefully hopefully this fall, we'll be back to our in-person programming, which is nice because at those support groups and those educational programs, we typically would have childcare on site so that the caregiver could have a break during their day and they could attend the sessions without you know, having to worry about the children. So um, that's something that I know they're all wanting to get back to. As you work with children's services, I believe the goal is to keep the child within the family structure. Yes, actually, uh, one of our funders, one of our partners that we contract with is Lucas County Children's Services. We also contract with Lucas County Job and Family Services. We also receive funding from the National Family Caregiver Program and from the um, Senior Services Levy. So those funds go to 
support families that are jumping on to be kinship caregivers um, and keeping children out of foster care. So in our in the United States nationally, it's estimated that kinship caregivers save taxpayers about four billion dollars a year because they step in to take take on the care of these children. So it's very impactful when you're talking about a child welfare system that might be overwhelmed, maybe not have enough fosters, you know, placements for kids, um, and funding-wise. Um, there has been a lot of, of discussion um, on a federal level as well as a state statewide level about the disparity in the payments to caregivers for um, stepping in to be a kinship caregiver because licensed foster care providers um, do have additional benefits that they can receive per child that they're caring for. And so there's a lot of work in place and new programs that are starting to be available to allow caregivers to also become a licensed provider um, in the sense they don't have to take on extra children from the system, but they would get some type of subsidy for being a kinship caregiver. And that hasn't been available at least on a long-term basis in the past. Most of their public assistance um, has been if you know there was a case with child welfare system and it's usually time limited to maybe six months or so that they can get the support. How does someone get in contact with Kinship Navigator? A caregiver can just contact the agency, the Area Office on Aging. Um, our phone number here is 419-382-0624. They can ask to speak with the Kinship Navigator program and we can get them started and enrolled. The great thing about um, getting engaged with our program is it's very person-centered. So we have a lot of um, a big menu of services to offer, but families can engage as, as little or as much as they are able to or prefer to do. So we do have some caregivers who contact us, get signed up, and maybe they like getting our quarterly newsletter and participating in our holiday meals. Um, there are other caregivers who get enrolled with us, and then they participate in every educational program and support group in addition to our newsletter and other things going on throughout the year. So it's, it's very person-centered. Um, you can also talk with any child uh, welfare caseworker um, across different, different services in the community. Agencies can refer to us as well and there's so many because we have that rich history of t over 22 years of doing this um, there's a great familiarity with our program fortunately where um, those referrals or warm handoffs can be made and the phone number again 419-382-0624 and no shame in, in reaching out for help or assistance not at all i mean we're here to help and support people in any in any fashion they need. Everything we talk about with families is kept confidential. It's not shared with anybody. There's no judgment about why they might be calling. You know, this is what we're here for, is to help these kinship families. And yes, there's definitely no, no shame in it. Um, so many times I think there is a stigma associated um, with 
uh, maybe the reason that um, kin the kinship caregiver had to step in in the first place. So there, sometimes there's that uncertainty. But again, we're um, going to maintain confidentiality and provide support without judgment. Almost out of time. Last word is yours. Anything I missed? Well, I just like to say, you know, this is this is a growing problem, and we're so happy that we have been here with our partners' um, support for over 22 years. We are tickled that we have just recently been nationally recognized as a, you know, a kinship program that's exemplary exemplary in what they're doing and how our program is structured, especially when it comes to. Uh, working with community partners and the extensive partners that we have that make these extra things possible for our families so that we can extend our reach. So um, we were um, thrilled about that, and we're going to be highlighting that, actually, in fact, in our new Parenting Smarts resource guide, which will be due out this fall. And that's available online. That is available online. Um, they can be accessed electronically on our website, which is um, areaofficeonaging.com. And you can also obtain a copy of Parenting Smarts by contacting our program here. Again, that number is 419-382-0624. And we also have a partnership with our uh, local library system. So all of the libraries do have our Parenting Smarts guide on hand. So you can typically pick up a copy there as well. The number again is 419-382-0624. And Marcia, there's no shame to asking for assistance. Not at all. I mean, we're here to help and support people in any, in any fashion they need. Everything we talk about with families is kept confidential. It's not shared with anybody. There's no judgment about why they might be calling. You know, this is what we're here for is to help these kinship families. And yes, there's definitely no, no shame in it. Um, so many times I think there is a stigma associated um, with uh, maybe the reason that um, kin the kinship caregiver had to step in in the first place. So there, sometimes there's that uncertainty, but again, we're um, going to maintain confidentiality and provide support without judgment. Thanks, Marcia. Good information. Marcia Rose is the supervisor of the Kinship Navigator Program with the Area Office on Aging. Marcia tells us that because of funding for the program, it is only open to residents of Lucas County. But the written materials are available to anyone, and they're online from the website areaofficeonaging.com. Comments on today's installment are welcome. You may contact me through my website, londonmitchell.news. And please accept this invitation to join us again next week, staying in contact.